0: old pro mm-hmm. you old pro you <laughs> <laughs> all right morning show with Anthony happy to have in studio very special guest old friend of mine old uh, radio pro he is now a Broadway star he's got a show coming to the Bay Street Theater Walker Vreeland is here Walker how are you my
1: friend I'm so great and I'm so happy to see you it's been a long time
0: yes I know. So for people who don't know, we used to work together in this old radio biz. Yep. You were uh, famed on our sister station, WBAZ. And we, oh my, how long did we work together for?
1: Five, seven? No. Eight, um, 26 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> Um, no, we worked together for a long time. I think eight or nine years.
0: Oh, my God. Good times. Good, <laughs> Good times. times. But you left us yeah, um, to uh, produce this uh, play. Do you call it a play or a one-man show? What do you call it? I,
1: I call it both. You call you it know, both? It, it's it's um – an autobiographical monologue, really. That's what it is. Right. But it happens to be a solo show. It happens to be a one-person show.
0: But you, you started writing it, putting it together when you were working here. That's right. But it's about your life before here. Mm-hmm. And what's great about this is it's so funny because I saw you post something on social the other day and you were like, talking about all the incarnations of this show and where it started and how long you've worked on it Mm -hmm. and what it became and what it is right now which is like this solid compact you know bang 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 kind of a show and it was so fun for me to read that because I remember being in on one of the early readings yeah and I loved it then and I was like dude this is really good like this is you really got something here and then to hear you be like no look how much better it is now yeah And you've been touring it around. You've been doing all these things. So let's talk about it. From Ship to Shape, it's going to be at the Bay Street Theater coming up on June 10th. Mm -hmm. Tickets are on sale now. Baystreet.org. Let's give the people a little idea of what the show is about.
1: So it's about a a mental breakdown, actually. And I took a job as a lead singer uh, on a cruise ship. Uh, And I was not in a very mental, a very steady mental state at the time and perhaps should not have taken a job on a cruise ship, perhaps should not have gotten on any kind of a boat. (laughs) Um, I do sort of tell people as that I'm a living cautionary tale that if you do have any kind of mental illness or history of don't get on... A cruise ship. Don't get on any. I mean, don't get on a sailboat. Don't get on a. Right. Don't even get in a canoe <laughs> because things the ground is already right. Shaky under yeah. your feet and you don't need to make that literal or put yourself in a position where you could literally or figuratively go over the edge. You do not want to put yourself in that position. Put yourself
0: near an edge. You don't want to. Yeah, no, yeah, you do yeah, not. Yeah. No. But you know what I love about it? It's, it's funny that you're, you're saying it this way, too, because that's what's great about the show. It's about a really serious topic of mental health. Mm-hmm. But it's delivered with this humor that you have that makes it so relatable and also makes it an enjoyable experience to go through
1: it. Yeah. I mean, it has to have humor. It has to have levity because it would just be too intense otherwise, you know, to sit <laughs> right. through that. Um, and also, you know, humor gets us through it. Does those, those hard moments in our lives. And it got me through the experience. And then also looking back on it, um you know telling the story i am always so grateful for the cruise ship experience because there's something that is just inherently funny about cruise ships um they're so horrible i i i I mean maybe i'd feel differently if i was a passenger but certainly the person
0: who just booked a cruise is like oh no
1: oh wait i have to listen to what this guy says no i mean in all seriousness there are there are really wonderful cruises out there this was not one of them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so anyway, it's about a genuine breakdown at a time in my life where I, I was really struggling and it was the sort of climax of many years of, uh, struggling with mental issues. So, you know, I'd had a, as I say in the show, I'd had issues all my life. It, it It's also, you know, looking back from the perspective of now, it's also sort of realizing that, uh, I didn't have the sense of self then that I have now mm-hmm. and so uh you know at the time I took responsibility for the cruise not working out when the cruise was problematic to say the least right so but I blamed myself so for one uh, I mean it was totally surreal I was staying in the the bottom of the boat in a cabin that was, about the size of a bathroom the first thing i had had to do was sit in hours and hours and hours of uh, safety classes and of course i mean i'm so arrogant i just sort of felt like you know i'm i should be exempt from this <laughs> right i mean like i'm i'm an entertainer um, i'm not going to be the one to put out a fire if the if there's an emergency no one is going to turn to me <laughs> right to fix it and you know i have three shows to at that point i had three shows to learn in one week so i had so much to do it was so overwhelming and so i was just you know i find myself sitting there in these in these safety classes and i'm thinking what like really like i know everything i I, i'm crew member 486 when the alarm is sounded i report to station b craft lifeboat seven and await orders can i can i go go now i have things i have things to do right this should not apply to entertainment. <laughs> this should apply to maybe the servers or whatever, the right. crew. Right.
0: I am not. I am... And you're saying that was an incorrect way to go about
1: things. Well, no. Because just, that's it, how
0: I feel about everything that I have to do here. Well,
1: it just... I I, <laughs> I, I think... Um, creative people they know what their strengths are right. they know you know i've always been someone who's known what i can do and what i can't do right um i am not great under uh, pr- well in some ways i am great under pressure i mean i look i can i can stand on stage and tell you a story about my mental breakdown so in that sense i i am but when it comes to fire when it <laughs> when it co- <laughs> when it comes to any sort of different uh, pressure y- yeah yeah it's just not my <laughs> no i don't do it <laughs>
0: Walker Reelin is with us here in studio from Ship to Shape, coming to Bay Street Theater on June 10th. Go to BayStreetTheater.org for tickets and info. So, I mean, the show started out here and then went into the city and you're touring it all around. Give us the lowdown on what goes into... To producing a one-man show like this, so getting it off the ground.
1: Years and years and years of developing and cutting and editing and rewriting and doing a reading and getting audience response and then more notes and more rewrites. Right. And um and then when I left uh, the East End, moved back to the city in twenty sixteen I hired Milton Justice to direct it. He's an Academy Award winner, uh, director, producer, um, acting teacher. I knew him well. He was my teacher when I was uh, in, in drama school. So he's a big he, deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and really brilliant when it comes to script analysis. And um, and so when the show premiered off Broadway two years ago, we worked for months. And made more changes to the script, and um, it just kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. Um, and then there was the whole process of of rehearsing the performance of it, which was very s- strange because when you're when you're both the writer and the actor, they're two such different muscles, mm. and when you're writing something. Oftentimes, you don't know where it's coming from. You really don't it's know. It's just flowing through you. It's so, just yeah. coming yep. through you. Yep. And uh, it's a such an unconscious, spontaneous process. And you don't often often know when you're writing what it is that you're writing, um, but you know what the action is of the, of the play. Yeah. And you're just translating that action onto paper. Right as an actor you have to know exactly why your character does what he does right so working with Milton was so enlightening because I had to uncover a whole different level of awareness about the piece that I wasn't aware of yeah Uh, and often he was telling me what I meant which was weird for him because he's he's telling <laughs> right. he's reflecting back to me right. what the writer what Walker the writer meant when Walker the writer didn't know I had no idea what I meant. Right. He's like, well, here's what the writer's done,
0: and you need that person because Walker the writer can't communicate to Walker the and, actor exactly. Yet. You know, it's funny Colin Quinn when he was doing his one man show and Seinfeld was directing. Yeah, he told me the same exact thing he was like, I thought Jerry was putting his name on this just to give me a boost and, and put my put his name on it. He's like, but then he came in and he started going, well, what do you mean here? And why are you standing here when you're saying this? Maybe if you're a little bit more in front of it. He's like, it opened up this whole thing and you don't even realize It's the same exactly. thing as what you're saying. There
1: has to be a reason you say everything you say. Yeah. If it's in it, there has to be a reason you say it. There has to be a reason you do it. And
0: in a performance, because if you're on the radio, it's different. But in a performance, like... Where do you stand on the stage? Right. Do you stand up? Do you sit down during this part? Are you front stage? Are you backstage? You know, all that stuff kind of goes into it. Uh, Walker Villan is here with us. We're talking about his play, Ship to Shape, which is at Bay Street Theater, June 10th, seven o'clock show, tickets on sale, baystreet.org. Don't miss it. It's a great, great ride. Let me ask you, I mean, because you took this whole thing around and you've been doing so much with it. What is it like to be back here
1: on the Eastern End doing it. I couldn't be happier to be to be back here because this was where I developed it. I mean so many years and so much work that went into this piece happened here uh, on the east end of Long Island so uh, t- to bring it back. And also this is such a unique place. It's so complex, you know look, so much progress has been made in terms of the stigma, And you know that's definitely part of what I'm trying to achieve with this is I'm trying to upstage the stigma, as I like to say, uh, and and I'm trying to normalize it, Mm. make it not such a big deal to talk about our mental illnesses. But here specifically, I think there are a lot of people out there that are struggling that live in a place like this that is considered paradise. Right. People that maybe are. Having anxiety attacks at the farm stand in these picturesque, these idyllic towns that we live in mm. um, and feel that much more alone, isolated right. because they, they feel, well, gosh, I'm look at all this beauty around me. Why do I feel like such trash? Mm-hmm. And then there's the shame that's layered onto that. Well, why do I, what's wrong with me? Um, I'm sure no one else feels this horrible, right. Um, and then there's the the sort of complexity of the, the the social aspect of the place, which is this kind of um, you know, there's so much excess, there's so much consumption. There's so much focus on image and status and um, this whole this false idea of perfection, right, which you see on social media too all the time and so and out here in a big way i found when i was when i was doing this play out here when i was doing readings of it i found that people were really hungry to have a real conversation right i mean you know part of me loved all the glitz and glamour of it and you know when i think about the time i lived here now and sort of i have this image of me at a cocktail party you know the martini in one hand and a cigarette in the other and Throwing my head back and laughing a little bit <laughs> with a little too much force. Yeah. So sort of part of me um, ate that up, but part of me hated it. Mm. Really, really hated all the BS that I had to cut through right. to have a real conversation about something. Right Now, some people aren't available to have that kind of conversation, but th- those who are really, really are. And there is a community out here of people, creative people. That are hungry to have a conversation about something real.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. When did the perf- when did the idea of perfection, by the way, become uh, white shorts and a salmon collared shirt? How did that happen, Walker? Ugh. Too much of the salmon-colored shirts already. Way do you know too what much I'm salmon.
1: Way too much <laughs> salmon. Way too much white, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I yeah. mean, God, the Hamptons are white enough <laughs> to wear white pants on top of it. But I
0: get what you're saying, though, because there, is, there are those times. There's even times for, the, for me personally where I'm like, God, I have two healthy kids. They're super happy. My wife is, for whatever reason, happy. He's like, and, and you're
1: just like, it's a sunny day, and you're like, oh, why do I, you know. Yeah, down. It, which it happens. You know that kind of thing happens. It happens, and sometimes it's um, circumstantial. Sometimes it's chemical. Sometimes it's both.
0: Sometimes you're looking at your paycheck. It depends. Exactly. It's different
1: for everybody. It's just <laughs>
0: different for everybody.
1: So so true. <laughs> oh man, I'm but I'm so I'm so grateful for um the. The community out here, that people still care, that people are still buying tickets, and people still know, I guess, uh, somehow still know who I am out here. Um, I, I imagine because of all my years on the radio, but um, it really, it means a lot to me that I can come out here and be so warmly received. Yeah. Um, even though, you know, I haven't been, I've have not been on the airwaves since 2016. Well, it's nice to have
0: you back on the airwaves now. It is certainly a pleasure to have you here and uh, kudos to Bay Street Theater and Scott for years ago giving you a shot at putting this thing on and Guild Hall and uh, developing it and where you've been able to take this in, in the city and everywhere else. And uh, it's amazing to have it back here. Monday night, June 10th, 7 o'clock show. Grab some tickets. Uh, BayStreet.org. That's BayStreet.org. Do you uh, let's let's throw your social out so people can keep up with you
1: at Walker Vreeland on Instagram and uh, Walker Vreeland on Facebook. And I think that's about it. All right. Yeah. Vreeland
0: is V-R-E-E-L-A-N-D. That's right. Nailed it. I wasn't even looking at it. Nailed Walker. it. How about that? <laughs> All right. Uh, baystreet.org. June 10th. Go get your tickets. Walker, thanks for coming. in. Thanks, Ant.